You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Ole Miss fans, fasten your seatbelts. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. It's your chance to talk Ole Miss sports with Rebel coaches and your host, Chuck Roundsville of the Ole Miss Spirit, covering Ole Miss sports for 35 years. Are you ready? We're ready. Are you ready? The lines are open at 888-808-8637. This way, fellas. Now, let's talk Ole Miss sports with Chuck. Howdy, Toddy Rebel Nation, and welcome to the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. I'm joined tonight by Mr. David Johnson, and later on we're going to have Mr. Yancey Porter. David and Yancey are going to talk about uh, recruiting later on in the show. Um, and at 6.15, we're going to have Kermit Davis Jr. What's on tap? It's brought to you by the Library Sports Bar. Home of Monday Night Football on a huge screen. Oxford's most popular watering hole on the square. 120 South 11th. Never mind. You know where the library is. Everybody knows where the library is. David, big weekend, big visitation weekend. Uh, uh, got a couple of commitments out of the weekend, even though yeah. uh, one of them wasn't here. Still got a couple of commitments. Yeah, no doubt. Today, very fruitful for Lane Kiffin and his uh, Ole Miss staff as uh, two big commitments, Chuck. And uh, you can't understate the importance of this. He got his quarterback. Yeah, Cade Renfro out of Stephenville, Texas, and if that if Stephenville sounds familiar to Ole Miss fans, well, it's because that's where Jevin Sneed played his high school football. Same high school, same town, everything. Cade, the late great, Jevin the late Steve. great. That's exactly right. Six three, one hundred and eighty nine pounds is Cade Renfro, and uh, so three star prospect. Uh, rated as a number 51 pro-style passer in America by the 247 Sports Composite, which is a, the industry average, factors in everyone. 247 Sports, a little bit more hawkish on Renfro as the number 27 pro-style mm, passer in okay. the country. But, uh, you know, had some previous connections with Ole Miss offensive coordinator Jeff Levy, uh, who has some connections out there in the Stephenville, Texas area. So it was kind of a match made in heaven when, when he got the Ole Miss offensive coordinator's job. Lane Kiffin recruited this kid at Florida Atlantic. Everybody knew about him, and he kind of wanted to play for Jeff Levy. And when that was coupled with Lane Kiffin's offense, 
it was a no-brainer for the kid. So he comes into town on Friday, and Saturday night, the kid told me Saturday night he knew he was coming to Ole Miss. Uh, in fact, he committed to Coach Kiffin Saturday night, kept it under wraps until he got back home, mm-hmm. and uh, then released it publicly today. They but, all want to tweet it out now. Yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and I, that's good. And, and that's I get good. that. And did we know about it at the Ole Miss Spirit? We did, but we're we're not in the business of that's ruining right. no, kids' let them, moments. Let them have their moment. So uh, he had his moment today, and. Uh, now, do you think that uh, uh, Levy was recruiting him at Central Florida? Oh yeah, absolutely. That was he absolutely. there. Was he his number one target at Central Florida? You yes, think? absolutely, absolutely. I think he was Kiffin's number one target too. I, oh, I mean, okay. there was no doubt about it. It, it was kind of everything just kind of came together, and then Cade Renfro had an opportunity to play in the Southeastern Conference. All right, and, and, uh, boom, and uh, also a running back. Kentrell Bullock, and uh, Bullock is an, a little bit of an interesting case. Long-time Ole Miss commit, committed Ole Miss back in June, and in the wake of Matt Luke's firing, he opened his recruitment up. He explained to me today he just wanted to see the dust settle before he came back. He, his heart really ne- never left wanting to come to Ole Miss. Has yet to take his official visit up here, but Kentrell's a kid that, that came to a bunch of games in the in the season, and he was up here all summer long. He knows everything he needs to know about Ole Miss. He'll take care of that in January. While Renfro is an early enrollee and will be here in January, Bullock won't arrive until late May, early June. What's his M.O.? Oh, man, speed, speed and speed. Look his film up. Matter of fact, go, go to our website. We've got his huddle highlights posted in his commitment story. You will not be disappointed. All right, 510-195 from Columbia, Mississippi, Kentrell Bullock. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. You know I do. Yeah, yeah, I love a rainy night. Well, I love a rainy night. You can see it in my eyes. I love a rainy night. Well, it makes me high. Well, I love a rainy night. And I love you too. Yeah, I love a rainy night. Well, I love a rainy night. Well, I love a rainy Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, find new roads. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT GO56 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT GO56 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. While Mississippi universities compete at football, when it comes to cutting-edge research, they need to work together. That's why CSPIRE linked our state's leading research universities together with a 100 gigabit per second fiber infrastructure, working in support of the Mississippi Optical Network. Through the CSPIRE tech movement, we're empowering schools and universities with the technology to help them lead research and development for a better future. Learn more at cspire.com mission. 
The farm provides us with many things, and it means many things. From crops to cattle, poultry, and timber, the farm is vital to our everyday lives. It's a place to enjoy the outdoors and where many traditions are born. Whatever the farm means to you, let First South Farm Credit finance it. We're ready to help you make your dream of land ownership or farming your own land a reality. Visit FirstSouthland.com, equal housing lender. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Welcome back to the Cannon Motors, Mississippi Railway Hotline. The ceasefire tech movement is moving our region forward through teaching and technology that strengthens our economy, positions it for success in today's digital age, and improves the quality of life in our communities. Join the movement today at ceasefire.com backslash tech MVMT. That's ceasefire customer inspired. We're going to go to the control room now for uh, Jack Schultz, Ole Miss Sports News. I believe that Hayden King is sitting in for Jack tonight. Take it away, Rhino. It's time now for Ole Miss Sports News, brought to you by Rebel Rags on Jackson Avenue, Oxford. Tell them about it, Molly. Rebel Rags. Anything, everything, Ole Miss. What's going on, Rebel Nation? Hayden King here, filling in for Jack Schultz this week. As the fanfare has subsided with the announcement of Lane Kiffin as the new Ole Miss head football coach, business was at hand, and he has hit the ground running, filling positions for his coaching staff. Jeff Levy has joined him from University of Central Florida as the offensive coordinator. Kevin Smith joins from Florida Atlantic and will be Lane's right-hand man as the assistant coach. And Wilson Love from FAU was named strength and conditioning coach. With early signing day on Wednesday, Coach Kiffin has been on the recruiting trail and has snagged three-star quarterback Cade Renfro from Stevensville High School in Texas. The late, great Jevin Sneed also played at Stevensville. He is the 14th commit in Kiffin's 2020 class. Ole Miss basketball got the win over Coach Kermit's former team, Middle Tennessee, on his birthday Saturday at the Pavilion, 82-64 the final. Bree and Tyree had a career-high 34 points on the day. The Rebels now move to 7-3 on the season and play at Southeastern Louisiana on Saturday. And earlier today, women's hoops got a win over Georgia Southern in overtime during the traditional kids game, 69-66. And finally, former Ole Miss Rebel Brain Thornberry was the co-medalist at the PGA Tour Corn Ferry Tour Qualifying School Finals over the weekend. With that, he will receive full status on the Corn Ferry Tour this season, the PGA's developmental series. That's what I got for Ole Miss News. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right, thank you, Hayden. Good job standing in for Mr. Jack Schultz. Uh, all right, so David, uh, quite a few visitors this past weekend. The, really the only no-show that was expected to show up was J.J. Pegues, tight end out of Oxford, which was kind of surprising. But, you know, we've said all along he's either going to Auburn or Alabama. Is that, you, you still feel that way? Yeah, that's kind of been the vibe, to be honest with you. And, uh, you know, and, and I know that can be somewhat of a bitter pill for, for fans to swallow with a kid that's, uh, you know, right here in Oxford, Mississippi, grew up in the Grove, grew up going to Ole Miss games. I've known J.J. Wow, Chuck, probably for 10 years now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes kids want to experience something different, and I, I totally get that. So, uh, you know, wherever J.J. goes, I wish him well. He's a great kid, uh, great family, great young man, and uh, – 
You know, I I really don't get the criticism of the backyard argument, you know, because sometimes familiarity breeds contempt, as they say, you know, and I don't mean he's contemptuous toward Ole Miss, but I'm saying, like you said, let me show me something different, you know, Mm. and and I I get that too. I'm just like you are. I, I just don't buy that. Well, these coaches don't know what they're doing if they can't sign somebody in their backyard. Every kid is different. Every, Every kid. kid has different desires, different needs, different wants, and, hey, you know, you just got to roll with it. That's exactly right. And it's not like he hasn't given Ole Miss a fair chance. The kid's been on the campus a zillion times. Yeah. You know, and uh, good, best of luck to him. But he was a he was a no-show as well as uh, Kentrell Bullock, as you just mentioned in the prior segment. Yeah. Um, and but he that, committed. He committed today. <laughs> I mean, you know, and, and it's just been a timing issue with Kentrell. Look, he mm-hmm. was coming last weekend. And everything was canceled due to the transition in the coaching staff. And then this past weekend, he played the Miss Al game. So, uh, you know, wasn't going to be a full weekend for him, even if he had made the drive. But he knew what he wanted to do. And kudos to Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy and running backs coach Kevin Smith because uh, they brought him right back into the fold. And he told me this afternoon when I talked to him, that was the reason. That was the good, reason. Good. So talk to me about two or three guys that were here over the weekend that really caught your attention and think we've not not guys that have already committed but guys you think we have a shot at or maybe even the ones that have already committed if they're going to hold well you know we we've all got our eyes on two big offensive linemen and that being uh, tobias braun the, the kid from connecticut who actually grew up in germany and uh the other being chris morris out of west memphis arkansas and chris morris of course is committed to texas a&m so there's going to have to be a flip play uh, if uh, if Morris is going to end up in the Ole Miss commit column. But he, he looked me in the eye yesterday in front of the end at Ole Miss and said, look, it's down to A&M or Ole Miss. It's going to be one or the other. Didn't say it was going to be A&M. Didn't say it was going to be Ole Miss. But he would be a huge coup. Four-star offensive lineman, can play guard, can play tackle, uh, could probably play this coming season as a true freshman. But you well. don't expect him in – Early signing. No. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. He is going to sign Wednesday is what he said. Oh, okay. So, uh, like, you know, he's on a clock, and he's deciding between Ole Miss and A&M. And uh, honestly, if I had to say, I'd probably say he's going to stick with his commitment to Texas A&M. But, again, kudos to this Ole Miss coaching staff. Uh, for being able to get this kid up here for the first time in a long time, he mm-hmm. comes on an official visit uh, to Ole Miss because Lane Kiffin is the head coach. And I, I understand that some other people have made a run at Eli Acker, but he's now sticking with his commitment. Uh, yeah, big lineman out of Columbus. Yeah, and I, and I mean, you know, Eli's got family here in Oxford. Mm-hmm. His grandparents live here, and you know, he told me one time back in the summer, his granddad had, had threatened him. To cut him out of the wheel if he went anywhere <laughs> other than Ole Miss. And Granddad was sitting right there by him, and he looked at me and nodded his head and didn't didn't crack a smile. I think, I think they were serious. So, yeah, Eli Acker out of Columbus, Mississippi. Uh, yeah, I, yeah there have been a lot of people who throw their hat in the ring for Eli, but not really any serious concern ever that he was going to break that commitment to Ole Miss. He's going to be a good one, Chuck. All right, we got about a minute, a minute and a half. What about on the defensive line, man? I'm, I'm concerned. Well, I think there's going to be some good news Wednesday. I think Josiah Hayes is going to sign a letter of intent to play football for the Ole Miss Rebels, and that's step number one. Uh, big time target number two, and really target number one, McKinley Jackson out of George County High School here in Mississippi. Not going to make a decision until February. We're going to be watching that closely last days of December and all through the month of January. All right. All right, good stuff. 
We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Hang tight. Make 2019 a special year with a new vehicle from Cannon Chevrolet. We have a large inventory to meet your needs. Shop our inventory 24-7 at nobodybeatsacannondeal.com or stop by our dealerships in Greenwood or Cleveland. Test drive the new sporty Chevy Malibu, the family-friendly Chevy Tahoe, and the strong Chevy Silverado. And remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Cannon deal. Nobody. Chevrolet, buy a new road. If you own an SUV or light truck, finding the perfect tire just got a whole lot easier. Let Gateway Tire and Service Centers show you what the Geolander HT Geo 5.6 can do for your daily drive. Thanks to an advanced all-season compound and unique tread features, it is one of the longest-lasting light truck tires on the road. See them today at Gateway and find out about the 70,000-mile warranty. Check out the new Geolander HT Geo 5.6 at Gateway Tire and Service Center and see what could be the perfect tire for your light truck or SUV. While Mississippi universities compete at football, when it comes to cutting-edge research, they need to work together. That's why CSPIRE linked our state's leading research universities together with a 100 gigabit per second fiber infrastructure, working in support of the Mississippi Optical Network. Through the CSPIRE tech movement, we're empowering schools and universities with the technology to help them lead research and development for a better future. Learn more at cspire.com mission. Avanakins Diamond is chosen for its excellence, brilliance, and fire. Avanakins Mount is then chosen for its intricate craftsmanship and detailing. Whether the mount is a beautiful crafted piece from the past or a specially designed piece from the present, the results are the same. Wow. When you want to say forever, say it with class, say it with love, but most of all, say it with Avanakins Diamond because you know she's worth it. Avanakins Jewelers Store at Downtown New Albany or Avanakins.com. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. All right, welcome back to the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Oil Hotline. Lane Kiffin has added five new guys to his staff, uh, four assistant coaches and a strength coach, Wilson Love, that he brought with him from Florida Atlantic, running back coach Kevin Smith, offensive coordinator Jeff Lebby, offensive line coach Randy Clements, who was at Florida State last year, and special teams coordinator Blake Gideon from the University of Houston. Uh don't know who else he's going to – if he's going to retain anybody off the old staff or what he's going to do from there, but that's where we are so far. All right, now we're joined now by Kermit Davis, Jr. Coach, uh, good win Saturday over your former team, Middle Tennessee, 82-64. to Brian Tyree showed out. Yeah, it was good to see Brian get it going. I thought he and Devontae, that's the best they've played together. Chuck, you know, as everybody saw – Monte was really good. Just 
mean, he gave Brian a lot of really good open looks. Had nine assists, almost had a double-double, ten points. Uh, Brian took some really good shots. Just looked part, guarded really well. And, uh, you know, we jumped out to a, a big lead, played really well. We just got some inconsistent play from our bench uh, the first half. And Austin Crowley played better in the second half. But and it was good. I mean, it was, it was a good win for us. And uh, our offensive execution is getting a lot better. Well, Coach, that's what you've got to have out of Brian and Devontae, though, as SEC play approaches, isn't it? I mean, they're your two bell cows uh, out front anyway. And, uh, I mean, they, they, we're going to go kind of how they go, aren't we? Well, you know, we, we're, we're inexperienced in a lot of areas. We've talked about it, and we're, we're experienced there. And, you know, when you got two experienced cars, they need to play like it. And uh, they both had some really good moments this year, but they really haven't done what they did together. And I think even Devontae, he started to even get better uh, offensively shooting the ball. He had another really good day of practice today. Brian was really good. Uh, you know, so you're right. And then I've been pleased with Blake. And, uh, you know, Hadeem C is getting better. KJ's rebound the ball assist-wise. But he's got to get just more aggressive, more in tune offensively. But, uh, yeah, I mean, those guys have got to carry us as, as we grow together, especially some of these young guys. Well, you know, you talked about on last week that you wanted to get more out of your bench, and you had one game last week, and that was against Middle. And other than uh, Crowley, you really didn't get a lot out of your bench again. What what's going to jumpstart those guys? Sammy Hunter, Bryce Williams, uh, they got to help you. Yeah, they do, uh, Chuck. I mean, we 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 need about you need about nine guys to play starter minutes, and. Uh, and again, I'll say it. Each of them have had some good moments. You know, Bryce. Mm-hmm. I mean, just really willed us to win against Penn State. And the other night we put him in. I mean, just three straight trips. They went right at him and scored right on top of him. And and I, I played Franco Miller for the first time in a while, just because over the week I thought he guarded better than all the other ones. He didn't have any kind really of a stat line, but he was just solid. Um, you know, Sammy Hunter. I don't know. I mean, I, I think he's going to be a good player. He's just struggling right now. He's fouling. He's not. You know, it's just negative plays, Chuck. So, you know, and then I thought, but I thought Austin came in the second half and played much better. Eleven points, he guarded good. So you're right. I mean, those those guys have got to start playing, Chuck, or it, it, it's going to be real difficult for us. You know, in the SEC, is is Sammy's deal more mental than it is just just learning and experience, Kermit? Because I mean, yeah. you can tell he's got physical ability. He does, Chuck. He's he's never really been exposed a lot of the high-level competition like a lot of these other high school players are, you know. He never really was on any big AAU teams. He got in Vancouver and played a good schedule, not a great schedule, not a lot of national games. You know, he didn't get a chance to go to the summer with us, but he can be better than he is right now. Just his physicality. He can really shoot it. He's a good offensive player, but he can't stay on the floor because he's fouling too much and he's out of position defensively. So, you know, that's what we're just working and working and working. And, uh, you know, this is a great time for these guys to improve. We've got, you know, two and a half, almost three weeks before SEC play starts. And there's some great opportunities for these guys to take advantage of, of a lot of practice time. Well, I'm going to ask you a, a question that you may not even want to answer. If you had a little deeper roster right now, is Sammy a guy that you may have redshirted? You know, uh, in a perfect world, probably three or four years down the road here, Chuck, maybe. You know what I'm saying? As after we've mm-hmm. really developed and, and got some things going, 
that, that we think, you know, it would be good for us because of his inexperience. Uh, but, uh, you know, right now he really needs to play. I tell you, he's made a lot of progress for us. This is Sean Robinson. You know, we really needed to redshirt him. Uh, you know, he's gained some weight. He's physical. He's learning, too. You know, so we're, we're just, I mean, you think even KJ and Blake, I mean, they're both sophomores. And, yeah. You know, we just come off the bench with Austin, a freshman, and Sammy, a freshman, and Franco, a freshman. And, you know, we got two you know, junior college guys, Bryce Williams, is trying to figure it out. So, you know, we, that, that's just what these games are for. And you just hope maybe like Austin Crowley, the second half will propel him into playing better, that if Sammy Hunter can really get some – you know, some real, some positive things happen to him in a couple games, and he really he he starts playing better. So we we just gotta have that, and uh, we're just gonna keep working like heck, you know, day and night trying to get him better. Well, so tell us a little more about Sean Robinson. You know, no, nobody really knows a lot about him. You say he's put on some weight; he's gotten stronger. Um, does he have some lift? Does he is he an explosive kind of guy? Yeah, he is. I mean, he's six eleven, about a seven three, seven four wingspan. Uh, he's gained. Like, he's up to about 217 pounds now, so he's gained some weight. He came in about 200. We hope next year this time he's 225. He can really run. He can really catch. Uh, he can shoot the ball, and uh, he's just got to really learn the physicality about how to defend and guard. So we, you know, but he's going to be a really good player. I'm so excited about him, and uh, you know, I think he's going to really, really help us next year. Coach, uh, switching gears back to middle a little bit, uh, I got to say I was pretty impre- impressed with C.J. Jones. He's he looks like a guy that might be a next level guy. Yeah, he's a good player. You know, he's played well. You know, and uh, he was a, a good player at at Arkansas. And I think he ran into a few little things. And uh, uh, but yeah, we, we elevates on his jump shot. He played good against us. And uh, you know, so I. I knew we'd get their best shot. You know, we that's just part of it. Those teams getting these SEC arenas and look forward to playing, and, and they played well. But I just, like I said, if you know, we got up 17 or 18 with a chance of our bench played to really stretch that thing out. And uh, so there are some good moments, and I'm really excited about offensively what we're doing. I mean, just the ball wasn't moving early in the year. Now since the basket's made, it's gotten a lot better. So hopefully we'll – We'll see that on Saturday at one o'clock in the Coliseum in Jackson down there. Let's let's shift gears back to defense a little bit. You did hold middle to sixty four points, but you hadn't mentioned defense, and I know that's not like you unless unless you were happy. <laughs> yeah, you know we uh, you know we gave up thirty one the first half, but we we I don't know we're we're just what we don't do, Chuck, right now. We're second or third in steals in the SEC. We're last in block shots. I was hoping we'd rim protect better. We're not right now. You know, it's such a, the way they're calling college basketball now, Chuck, with all the hand checking, you know, there's going to be more drives to the goal. It upsets us coaches, but it's just how it's officiated. That's going to happen. It's such a premium on shot blocking. And, and I just thought, you know, maybe Dream would be better at it. You know, so that's just something KJ and these guys, we've got to start doing a better job of protecting it. And uh, so that's got to get better. And uh, until we have gotten better, we, we've got a lot better in transition defense. We've spent a ton of time on that. And, uh, and I, I really just wanted to play middle, mostly man-to-man uh, mm-hmm. on Saturday, which we did. And so we had some good possessions. And uh, But but obviously that that's a work in progress, and we've got to keep keep plugging away at that. Southeastern Louisiana, Saturday, 1 p.m., Coliseum in Jackson. I know you're 
anticipating a good crowd down there. We don't get to Jackson that very often, and uh, hopefully all our Jackson middle middle Mississippi people will show up for that one. Yeah, you know, I'll tell you what, Chuck, and, and I was I was really excited about our crowd Saturday. Yes. I mean, for a December 14th game and, you know, to have that kind of crowd. and Students I mean, that gone. Was great. I mean, it really yeah. was now. Students gone and Saturday. That, that was terrific. And they were loud. And it was great. I, I mean, thanks for everybody that came. You know, we made it one of the very first things I told Ross and Keith when I got the job. I said, I want to play a game in Jackson. That's why I want to have a presence there. Um, we have a presence in recruiting. It's our biggest, you know, city for alumni and students. we got so many students that are home right now, you know, that are members of Club Red that come to our games here. They're in Jackson. And I'm going to be quite honest, you know, the, you know, everybody's trying to push for the Coliseum to do some renovations and get it better than it needs to be, you know, for our state capital. That, that arena needs to, to make some progress. And uh, But I just want to ask the, our Ole Miss people to please come out on, on Saturday because at the end of the day, you know, obviously, you know, all get down to kind of a financial decision too. You know about you know how we draw and the different things. And I want to go back year after year, and uh, we just hope we see an increase of the attendance that came last year. I think a one o'clock Saturday game is is a great opportunity for a lot of children, a lot of uh, families to come. And I know our, our Rebel players would sure appreciate it. Coach, thank you so much as usual for your time. Good luck Saturday, and then. Uh... We'll see you when the SEC rolls around. You got it, Chuck. Happy holidays, everybody. You, Thanks you, for having you, me on, Chuck. Same you, too. Kermit Davis, Jr., Ole Miss men's basketball coach, doing a great job. Ole Miss 7-3 and three going into southeastern Louisiana. And then after the break, obviously, SEC play will start pretty soon after the break. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment. Over 50 years of serving the Memphis area with all your equipment needs located at 4890 East Shelby Drive. You can rent, buy, or have your equipment repaired at Rebel Equipment. Someone asked me the other day if Ole Miss can ever be a consistent winner in football game. That person didn't define what consistent winner meant, but I'm assuming a team that is competitive year in and year out, like new coach Lane Kiffin explained his goal was. It's not to be on a seesaw where we win one year and lose the next. He wants consistent winning. My overall answer to that question is yes. Ole Miss can be competitive year in and year out. With Kiffin at the helm, there's excitement in the air. He brings a national reputation. The fans seem to be coming back in droves. Seems to be assembling a quality staff. Now it's just a matter of his, him and his staff replenishing a pro- probation-depleted roster, which will take some time and patience, and success will hopefully follow. It can be done. We've seen it done here before and not too long ago. Kiffin can lead us back to some lofty heights, but it won't be easy. He feels he's the man for the task at hand, and I'll be back. I'll back him as long as there is that hope. I'll pray you that he'll do it too. Rebel Flashback brought to you by Rebel Equipment in Memphis, Tennessee. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yo Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. Mm. 
about that, Dave? Always can uh, handle some air clapping. Yeah. No doubt. What's that big, that famous uh, mural in London? Clapton is God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even though I won't go that far, that's a little sacrilegious. I'll say when it comes uh, to guitar playing, though, he's, he is he's high a God. on the list. Yeah, he is a God. All right, we're very pleased to be joined now with our normal co-host, Mr. Yancey Porter, who is, uh, he and David are going to take over for 15 so minutes and talk about recruiting. Early signing day is Wednesday, um, and it looks like Kiffin and company are kind of holding things together, sort of. Yeah, they're doing good things, no doubt about that, Chuck. And, and Yancey, I'm just going to throw you straight into the fire here. And let's uh, let's talk about D. Ricky Wright. Um, cut his visit short this weekend. A lot of chatter out there that he's going to end up flipping over to Vanderbilt. And uh, let's start off with that, man. What's your assessment of that? Yeah, you know, any time that you have a visit cut short three days before signing day and then someone retweets some bandy stuff after that visit, that doesn't give you a warm and fuzzy feeling, David. I will say that, uh, you know, Tyrone and – and Derek Nix has done a great job recruiting him. He's been solid all the way through. Um, I wouldn't say that it's over by any means, but the red flags are definitely up. Okay, and, uh, you know, I guess on the front end of our conversation, we're going to talk about – got a lot of good stuff to talk about, but we're going to talk about some of the some of the more concerning stuff right now. Let's move on to Robert Scott, long-time Ole Miss commit, committed to the Rebels back in the summertime. Obviously, the coaching change has affected things a little bit, not just the Ole Miss coaching change, but the coaching change that happened over in Arkansas where they've hired an, an old O-line coach that – understands how good Robert Scott is in Sam Pittman, and he's coming after Robert Scott, hard and heavy, uh, trying to trying to keep Robert Scott, who's from Conway, Arkansas, in the state of Arkansas. Scott left Ole Miss's campus, still committed to the Rebels, is still committed as we're talking right now. But, Yancey, that's going to be a fight. Yeah, you know, he said to us, David, when we were talking with him, that two hours after Sam, uh, the new head coach there at um, Arkansas that came over from Georgia and came two hours later to come in for a home visit with him. So that definitely uh, tuned uh, up that, you know, things were going to get serious with Arkansas. Um, I don't think he really was enthralled with that past Arkansas staff. Um, and then, the, the you know, when you have an offensive lineman and the head coach, you know, there with Matt Luke as an offensive line coach, and then you got offensive line coach there, Jack Bidnell. You know, that makes it tougher than the normal uh, recruit when it's at your position. So, as you said, he's going to wait in February. Um, you know, I wouldn't hit the panic button like with the with uh, the Ricky Wright since that's three days from now, and then Roberts going to February. Uh, so they'll have a couple more months to recruit him, but uh, definitely is something that we're going to have to keep an eye on. Yeah, you know, and I had a long talk with Robert Scott's grandfather yesterday. And, uh, you know, essentially, and look, can't blame his parents for this. His mother wants him to just be sure. And that's exactly what's going on here. Uh, yeah, see, I think if Robert Scott had to sign on Wednesday, I think he'd sign with Ole Miss. I, I mean, I yeah, think he's he falling said, in love with He his said his personal choice was Ole Miss. Uh, but, you know, he wanted to listen to his mother, wanted to – uh, you know, mom wanted him to slow it down and see what Arkansas had to say. They live in Conway, Arkansas. You know, it's not a divided state like the state of Mississippi or Alabama. It's it's a unified state there for the Razorbacks. So, uh, you know, 
definitely, David, if signing day were Wednesday, I do think um, he would sign with Ole Miss. Don't think for a second that Ole Miss is not going to be trying these next 72 hours to uh, try to get their family comfortable enough to go ahead and do that Wednesday. They definitely don't want this to carry over into next signing day. Yancey, Chuck and I have already talked about this a little bit, but Ole Miss getting two commits today. Cade Renfro, the quarterback out of Stephenville, Texas, and, of course, Kentrell Bullock, the running back out of Columbia, Mississippi. I think it's important to hear what you think about each of these guys. So let's start off with Cade Renfro. Kind of been a whirlwind recruitment as far as Ole Miss is concerned. Really wasn't a guy you and I were kind of watching at all until Lane Kiffin and Jeff Levy get to town. I, I know you've been able to take a look at him. Let's start off talking about the quarterback, Cade Renfro. Well, the first thing that you know, notice, David, watching the video is that the guy can throw the ball. He is a pure pocket passer. He's that traditional pro-style quarterback. And I think they wanted to get the room balanced out. You've got a runner there in, in uh, John Rice Plumley, and then you got a guy that's kind of a dual threat in, in Crowley and, um, uh, excuse me, uh, with, um, with Matt. And I also think that, um, you know, with, with, uh, Dent, he's kind of a guy that is between a pocket passer and a runner. But with Cade, you can just see with him, he's a guy that likes to sit in the pocket, throw the ball around. He can really throw the football. I think it's a good pickup. I mean, Florida State obviously tried to get on him at sure. the end, Central Florida, before Jeff had left, uh, gotten an official visit from him. As we've seen with Central Florida's offense these past yeah. few years, uh, they, they mean, know what they're doing over there. I, I think it's a very solid pickup. That's almost all you need to know about Cade Renfro in that, I mean, Yancey, Mike Norvell knows quarterback play. He knows quarterbacks, and when he goes to Florida State, he's all in on trying to get Cade Renfro to Florida State. And then, of course, Jeff Levy knows knows quarterback play as well. So two of the best in the game going after Cade Renfro. I wouldn't pay attention to that star rating or where he's ranked amongst uh, pro-style passers or anything like that. These guys have put their stamp of approval on Cade Renfro. One more thing on Renfro I want your opinion of. He's going to get here in January, Yancey, and he's going to have a spring practice under his belt before fall camp ever rolls around. We've seen that happen with quarterbacks at Ole Miss before, and it's been very beneficial. What are your thoughts on that? Well, I mean, like you said, if if you want to have a chance to play in the fall, you got to get there in the spring, and it is going to be a room full of quarterbacks. My goodness. Now we got all four of the returning quarterbacks there at Ole Miss plus Cade will all be there during spring practice. They might have a bigger group than some of the other positions. <laughs> yeah, don't don't forget uh, Seller Shy in that room as well. That's right. That's right. Out of MUS. Alright, Kentrail Bullock, I mean, woo. What 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 I mean, all it takes is like fifty seconds of watching his highlight tape and you realize how special of a guy. This has been my guy in this class the whole time, Yancey. I mean, to me, I, I, I just, I mean, he is my sleeper in the class, if you will. Now, we have him at 24-7 Sports rated as a four-star. Uh, not that highly rated with other services, but, uh, man, Yancey, this is the guy that gets me excited about this 2020 class because, uh, man, he, he can do it. And if he were anywhere other than Columbia, Mississippi. Let's just say he was playing in the Metro Jackson area or somewhere like that where there's a little bit more spotlight on him. I, I think there'd be a lot more chatter out there about how big That's, this commitment is for Ole Miss today. best thing that might have happened to Ole Miss is for him to have that ankle sprain 
uh, during the week's practice there for the Mississippi-Alabama game and didn't get to get in the game there because uh, if he would have exploded in that game like we know he's capable of, that would have put even more pressure. But you're right, he's uh, definitely the sleeper out of the state of Mississippi. Um, you know, guy that is he's not really a slasher. He's a one-cut runner, but he can make you miss once he gets in the open field and then he's gone. And also impressive hands out of the backfield. So he's a dual-threat running back. That will be very valuable to the new running back coach there with Kevin Smith. And he did a good job coming in the end. Uh, speaking of, of the new coach with Kevin that came from Florida Atlantic with, uh, with the new coach um, Lane Kiffin is that he went down, you know, they had a good talk, and he was able to sell the program again to make him comfortable to go ahead and sign on Wednesday. So kudos to him. Yancey, I remember Kentrell Bullock walking into the Manning Center this summer. It was an evening time camp session, and we really didn't know who he was. I, I, I mean, but we knew who he was by the end of that camp. He goes out there and blisters the turf inside the Manning Center. Everybody's clamoring about him. And it didn't take long. He committed to Ole Miss just a couple of days later. Later, And uh, Ole Miss kind of the first on him, so to speak, amongst the bigger programs. And uh, it has certainly paid off. So looking ahead to Wednesday, Yancey, I mean, looks like a class that may be 13 to 15 men strong as far as signing on Wednesday. Would you agree with that assessment? Well, right now, David, I was just kind of going over that, trying to clean up the profiles and, and the tidbits and everything. I'm looking at 11 for sure. Cade, Cade Winfro, Kentrell Bullock. Cade is, I'll go by the quarterback. Kentrell Bullock there running back. They're not going to have either one of their wide receivers sign early and Chris Strain or Jacob Horn. Tight end, uh, will be the third one. Demarcus Thomas there. He'll come in in December. Offensive lineman Eli Ackers, which was a huge get today for him to solidify the signing. December makes uh, the fourth with Luke Schaus, the fifth. He's an offensive lineman. As we just mentioned before, Robert Scott decided to sign in February. So we're holding the five. You got the DeSanto Rollins at defensive line. That is six. We expect uh, Josiah Hayes to make it the seventh signing there in December on the defensive line out of uh, Horn Lake. He was in. He just left this afternoon. Things are looking better for him right now. Then you got Cedric Johnson and Jacavion Brown. That's eight and nine signees. To Ricky Wright, you know, I'm not going to count him right now, even though we have him on the commitment list. So you're holding it nine. Then you got the inside linebackers, uh, Dalen Gill. And Austin Keys, that will be make 10 and 11. Uh, Darren Branch, we don't know when he is going to sign. He's another commitment of safety out of Amick County. Um, and then you have the cornerback, uh, and Darius Coffey, that will make the 12th. And then DR, uh, McDonald will sign in February. So we got 12 for sure. If DeRicky Wright decided to sign, um, you know, that would make 13. And then you got some hopefuls in there. You got Chris Morris mm-hmm. that came in. Uh, you know, you got, uh, Alate Brown that came in this weekend that could certainly add to that list. Um, and then Tobias, I think that's Tobias Braun as well. He's still, uh, yeah, he's Tobias still Braun thinking as well as over. offensive line. So you've got three or four that maybe, maybe you get a last minute pitch to Robert Scott to the family to talk him into signing. Um, you know, there. So you got three or four or five guys that could possibly add to that list, but right now we'll make it a, a Baker's Dandy's dozen. Derek Bermudez as well, somebody we need to talk about, a defensive back out of Florida that came in for an official visit. All right, I want to ask you this, and 
you know, you're you're pretty good at this. Best looking guy you saw on the hoof this weekend <laughs> while they were taking official visits at Ole Miss. Uh, uh, that would have to go between uh, Bron or Jacavius Brown. Those two guys right there, they are uh, they are exactly what you're looking for. With Bron, he comes out of Germany. He told us, David, that you know he decided to go to boarding school uh, his junior year in Texas, and then flipped up to uh, Connecticut for boarding school uh, as a senior. He might be a developmental guy, but he's definitely physically he's there. You know, he's uh, he's every bit of six six. 320 and built like a rock. So I'd say those two guys right there, there were some other good-looking ones, but those two really stood out to me. Yeah, I also like Luke Schaus's frame, to be honest with you. Now, he's only 255 right now, but he's put on 10 pounds since he started playing offensive line back in August. And uh, But, Yancey, he's got a frame to be a 300-plus pounder, and he's certainly got great athleticism. Uh, he's a he's he's a no doubter. He will sign with Ole Miss on Wednesday, and uh, you know again, uh, probably a developmental guy. Most of those offensive line guys are. It's going to take a year or two in the strength and conditioning program for them to be able to get in there and uh, really just have a three hour street fight every Saturday in the SEC uh, as far as the offensive line goes. So, you know, I think I think I think we ought to say that throw this caveat in there. Would not be surprised at all if Lane Kiffin doesn't have an ace or two up his sleeves for Wednesday. Not predicting that at all, but uh, wouldn't be surprising either, would it? Sure, sure. And speaking of the hoof thing, uh, just kind of going down the list of players that were there, Robert Scott and Austin Keys look mighty uh, impressive as well. Those two guys, um, they got that SEC body already. So are they going to list Austin Keys? Is Austin Keys on the Ole Miss roster or Otis Keys? You know, he goes by both. <laughs> I like the name Otis. I like Otis, too. Otis just sounds like a linebacker, right? Yeah, and he loves every bit of it. He came in about a little over six, uh, about six, two and a half, a little shade over there, uh, 246. And like I said, there's no fat on that bone. That The guy, he's uh, he's built and ready. So, uh I think I got your message. You wanted me to call you at 4.30 a.m. Wednesday, right, so we could settle in and get ready to cover signing day on the Ole Miss Spirit. 4.30 a.m., no, is that, that right? Chuck. That was a Chuck. <laughs> call Chuck. At four. Chuck's up at 4.30 every morning. Anyway. All right, Yancey, man. Listen, man, we love you, brother, and appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you, guys. Y'all take care. All right, buddy. Thank you, Yancey. All right, that's Yancey Porter, normally a co-host, uh, sitting at his house tonight. Uh David, you you and Yancey don't sound like you think this is going to be a, a typical transition class because I got to be honest with you, man. Most transition classes are just not very good, yeah. and this one sounds like it's got going to have some players. You know what, though, I, I you're right. I, I think this is better than what we're accustomed to being a transitional class. If you go back to that 2017 class when Luke had the interim tag on him oh. all season, nobody knew, and that 17 class. Guys, there ain't much left of it already. And um, anyway, I mean, it wasn't that good to begin it with. It wasn't that good to begin with. But, you know, one thing I think that's helped in this transition class, and maybe this is a testament to, uh, to something positive, a silver lining in everything, is I think everybody could see this past season that the Ole Miss Rebels were very close, very, very close to turning a corner. Now you've got Lane Kiffin in here. You've got a bolt of energy. That's mm-hmm. been shoveled into the program. And and I think these kids are just like the Ole Miss fan base. They can see it's almost there. And with a little bit more help, it can get there. 
Yeah, and, and again, I think point number two there was very important that uh, Lane Kiffin just brings a level of excitement uh, that's rare in this profession, to be honest. I mean, uh, with with all his Twitter looks and, yeah. and uh, yeah. you know, people like that. And it, this is a social media time of in our history of, in, in America and in the world, and uh, Lane Kiffin is tuned into that, and he plays off of that, and he uh, in, encourages it and benefits from it. And uh, I, I think I think things are going Ole Miss's way right now. Oh, there's no doubt about that. And, uh, you know, you're going to see what's going to happen on Wednesday, and then they've got to roll up their sleeves and look the final days of December. I know it's a dead period. But there is still conversation going on between recruits and coaching staffs. Recruits can initiate that conversation. And uh, January should be mighty, mighty fun to follow all the action on the Ole Miss spirit as he tops off this class because we got another signing day coming in February. Mm-hmm. No question. And he's going to have, what, eight or ten spots? Let's uh, say uh, let's say he signs the Baker's dozen, 13. Mm-hmm. He'll ha- will he have a full allotment, yep. 12? About another Baker's dozen to go. Okay. All right. We'll be right back after these important messages from our wonderful sponsors on the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rubby Oil Hotline. Hang tight. This is the Cannon Motors of Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. The lines are open at 888-808-8637. And now, back to the Rebel Yell Hotline. And the radio just keeps on playing all these songs about All right, welcome back to the Moses Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline in our final segment tonight. Special thanks to Kermit Davis Jr., special thanks to Yancey Porter, and special thanks to you, David. We appreciate you coming in tonight uh, and handling this chore. You don't know how much I appreciate getting out of going to Walmart. So <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> I tell you what, uh, Walmart loves your family, don't they? <laughs> uh, let me say my family, and I've got three girls in my family. Oh, gosh. There you go. A wife, a 20-year-old daughter, and a 5-year-old daughter. That explains it all. Yeah, throw the holiday seasons yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. Got to buy a new Christmas, Christmas ornament every day. Oh, yeah. That's it. That's it. I got I got it figured out now. Let's go to uh, the control room with uh, Hayden King around the SEC, standing in for uh, Jack Schultz. Take it away, Rhino. It's time for this week's report from around the SEC. Brought to you by Cheney's Pharmacy, home of the Ugly Mug Coffee and TCBY Yogurt. Located next to the library on Bramlett Boulevard. Now we'll take a look at the news from around the Southeastern Conference. LSU quarterback Joe Burrow wins the 85th Heisman Memorial Trophy. He became LSU's second winner of the award as Billy Cannon was the first in 1959. 
Speaking of LSU accolades, Coach Ed Orgeron won the Home Depot Coach of the Year. Congratulations to Coach O. Getting closer and closer to SEC play when it comes to men's and women's hoop. The SEC Player of the Week was Arkansas guard Mason Jones. The 6'5", 200-pound junior from DeSoto, Texas, had 41 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, 4 steals, and a block in a win against Tulsa. The 41 points ties the 7th most in Arkansas history. And the Southeastern Conference Freshman of the Week was Texas A&M forward Emmanuel Miller. 6'7", 213-pound freshman from Scarborough, Ontario, had a season-high 20 points on 7 of 8 shooting from the field and was perfect from the charity stripe going 6 for 6. They got the win over AM Corpus Christi. And finally, former Ole Miss head coach Matt Luke was hired by Georgia as their new offensive line coach. He replaces Pittman, who was hired by Arkansas as their new head coach. An early signing day for college football is just around the corner on Wednesday. Should be interesting to see how things go. I'm Hayden King filling in for Jack Schultz. Back to Chuck and Yancey. All right, thank you, Hayden. Appreciate you. Um, okay, due to the holidays, we're not going to have a show the next two Mondays. So uh, get ready for that, Rebel Yell Hotline fans. Uh, next next Monday is, what, the 23rd, and then you got the 30th. I mean, we're not going to do it during New Year's and Christmas. You know, it's just no sense in it. All the coaches will be gone, and – there's only one foot basketball game, so no Rebel Yell Hotline the next two Mondays. We'll come back the following Monday, the uh, first Monday of the new year. Yeah, holidays, uh, holidays here, and all the attention is going to be focused on Santa Claus, right? That's right. Uh, especially you've got young grandchildren. Yes. And, uh, I, I yes. saw one of those gifts coming on the back of your truck the other oh day. Oh, my God. Man, you're a good grandpa. Yeah, I'm a dumb grandpa is what <laughs> I am. Spoiled rotten is what they are. Um Southeast Louisiana, Saturday, 1 p.m. in Jackson. Be there. Uh, should be a, a good venue at the Coliseum. Uh, you know, the Coliseum needs some help, but still, it's good to see the Rebels playing in Jackson. People in South Mississippi, Middle Mississippi can get to that easily, and I hope you will. Um, go over it again. Good, bad. Uh, the uh Strength and conditioning coach Wilson Love, running back coach Kevin Smith, OC Jeff Levy, OL Randy Clements, special teams Blake Gideon. Don't know anything else beyond that. Uh, we've heard that they may keep Mike McIntyre, may keep Derek Nix. Just don't know. Uh, just don't know. Yeah, and Chuck also, uh, you know, breaking tonight, Alex Collins now uh, – Hired by Lane Kiffin to be a senior personnel analyst for the Ole Miss football program. All right, whatever that is. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, the good, bad, and ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville, Mississippi. If you need a four-wheeler, side-by-side, or lawnmower, Big Delta Power Sports is the only place to shop. Brett Rousey and his staff will give you a great deal on the model you want with affordable financing and competitive prices. That's Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. The good, well, the Rebels did away with Middle Tennessee last Saturday by 18 points behind Brian Tyree's career-high 34 that included eight three-pointers and an 11-of-20 shooting night. Those are the kind of numbers the Rebs need from the senior guard more often, but those kind of nights are hard to come by. What I liked, however, was getting double-figure scoring from four other players, Blake Henson, Devontae Shuler, Hadeem C., and Austin Crowley, and out-rebounding middle, 35-32, to 32, an area Kermit Davis has said the Rebs have to pick it up in. Not bad, but just an observation. This Rebel basketball team is doing okay in some areas, but I think it's safe to say that Kermit probably doesn't think this team is as far along as he had hoped 
as SEC play looms. Frankly, it's the opinion here that the Rebels will have to clean up a lot of things between now and the SEC opener to be as successful as they want to be. From an offensive perspective, the game against Middle was pretty good. Defense, okay too. But there just seems to be some things missing that have to come around and mostly on the bench. Ugly, the women's hoop team is really struggling, even though they won an overtime game today against a team with a losing record. A directional school from Missouri came to the pavilion Saturday and beat them badly. That's not supposed to happen. Coach Yo's roster is depleted for sure, but the ones available do not value the ball, and defensively they're not sound. Here's hoping the Christmas break will help them get more competitive. That's Big Delta. The Good, Bad, and Ugly brought to you by Big Delta Power Sports in Batesville. Uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everybody from the Ole Miss Spirit, 247 Sports, and uh, uh, Rebel Yell Hotline, Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Hotline. Thank you for all our sponsors, and I uh, hope you'll frequent our sponsors' establishments and tell them how much you think bringing us to on the air. And we'll see you three weeks from tonight on the Cannon Motors Mississippi Rebel Yell Hotline. Good night, everybody. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running everything would suddenly stop hospitals factories schools and power plants they all depend on you no matter the weather emergency or time of day you're the ones who get it done at granger we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies count on real-time product availability and fast delivery call clickgranger.com or just stop by granger for the ones who get it done when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.